Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Well, Well. This is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Glad that you've joined us again. Yay. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so or for today, the first time. If you're here for the first time, welcome. <laughs> we're always talking as if people That's never true. talk to you. And welcome if you're new. Thank you for being here. Yeah, so if you're new, uh, we are licensed therapists. We uh, run a holistic wellness center in Brooklyn, New York. We talk about all things mental health. We talk all things physical health. We talk about wellness as a whole. Um, yeah, there are a lot of good episodes out already. So you can hear us talk about battling mental health stigma. You can hear us discuss, um, what have we talked about? Um, food. Talk about food and like, you know, a healthy approach to food. And that food is great, just generally speaking. <laughs> that, that's the topic. Food is good. The basic premise is that food is good. Maybe there's no such thing as bad food. Um, well, that's not true. <laughs> well, there's on, on a continuum of healthy, yes. That's fair. There is a yeah. such thing as bad food. I've eaten some not. My oh, that's true. My were very subpar this morning, so I'm not really thrilled about that. That was bad food. Yes. So, yeah. Um, so there's a lot to sort of dive into. So please, if you're new or if you're, you've only been here with us for a couple of times, feel free to go back and listen to our previous episodes. Let us know what you think. Reach out to us on social media and uh, yeah, let's have that conversation. But today we wanted to talk about something a little different. We want to talk about humor and laughter. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. I don't do a good fake laugh, so that was the best I could do. Obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, I was thinking about, we obviously talk about a lot of, I don't know, like meaningful, sometimes heavy things here. And I was thinking, well, I think it'd be nice to have a different, a different layer of conversation. I think something that we both, Rachel and I both value, um, which is humor and laughter. And so I started thinking about and doing some research about, oh, you know, like what's the role of humor and laughter in our lives? How does that play out in places like therapy and things like that? And obviously I have my own experiences both personally and professionally with that. But I found this really startling fact. I'm not sure, entirely sure how accurate it is because I don't know the cited research for it, but um, there, there, apparently there's some research that says Children laugh about 300 times a day. Do you know how often adults laugh? Two. Okay. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. <laughs> so not that extreme, but not that far off. Um, so the research says that adults laugh about 15 times a day compared to children's 300. So I'm like, okay. Do you laugh 15 times a day? Huh? You think you laugh 15 times a day? No. I laugh 15 times a day? I uh, bed sometimes. What if you're not necessarily an outward laugher? Does that I, I don't know if that counts or not. Yeah, because I'm thinking there are some pretty weird things I see on the subway right. that I find funny, but laughing in people's faces is wrong. Sure. I wonder if that counts. Mm. I'm going to count now. <laughs> I'm going to do an experiment that over the next few days, I'm going to like have a note on my phone with tally marks of how often I laugh. 
Well, that if, weird? That's I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. But I'll say that even as we've started recording this episode today, I've probably laughed three or four times. Oh, so you're almost done for the day. Almost done. Hit the quota. Yeah. I just so, like numbers to be accurate. Like that train song. I know you were going to talk about the train song. It's, very, it's still to this day, it's very stressful for me. So there's a really good train song for those who don't know what I'm talking about. By the band train. By the, yes. <laughs> that would actually be cool if there was like the train song. It's not like the Thomas like, the Train song or anything right, like that. But a right. song by the band Train mm-hmm. called 50 Ways to Say Goodbye. And because I'm a super normal, cool person, mm-hmm. I then took that title and said, well, let's see. And there are not 50 ways to say goodbye. He repeats them a lot. And even if you count all the repetitions, there are not 50 ways. And so my question becomes, why did you name the song that? It would have been just as effective to be like 20 ways to say goodbye. Or Mm -hmm. if you're not actually going to have 50 ways, why stop at 50? Why not name the song like 500 ways to say goodbye? I have a lot of questions. So lead singer of Train, if you're listening to this, please contact me. I need an explanation. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know. Mr. Train? Uh, Yep, I'm pretty sure that's not it. But... (laughs) Um, yeah, so it's, it's just interesting to think about. And obviously there are some really uh, positive benefits of humor and laughter, which I found really interesting too. So on the physical health side, um, here are just some examples of the benefits of laughter. Um, it eases or relaxes muscle tension. It reduces cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So whenever we're going through stuff, we tend to uh, produce more cortisol. Uh, The humor and laughter increases dopamine, oxygen levels in the blood, increases blood circulation, lowers blood sugar levels, lowers other stress hormones, increases endorphins, improves respiratory fitness. So that's just on the physical front. On the mental, psychological front, obviously promotes relaxation, you build connection with people. Um, It helps, apparently helps with your sleep. I don't know. Um, And so there's a lot of reason to kind of be intentional about having humor and laughter in your life, whether that is just on like a more social front or if that's in the space of therapy, which is something that people don't, we often don't think about because people think of therapy as a really serious somber kind of place um maybe it's because if you are spending so much time laughing you're more tired with the sleep thing oh i was like what <laughs> with the sleep thing like you said it it helps your sleep well maybe that's because right. it's like instead of just sitting and listening to someone or watching a show you're laughing hysterically and then you're more tired I mean, they, I did hear once, I mean, this could be complete nonsense, um, but it makes sense on like a really simple, like simple level is that laughing uh, burns calories. Um, but I don't yeah. have enough calories to make you tired. Well, right. Well, or if so, something might be very wrong. Right. I was going to say, if that is the case, and now in all seriousness, eat more food, laugh while you're eating a sandwich. So... This is going to be this is going to be our new fad diet, the laughing diet. Oh, we're going. <laughs> I figured you'd appreciate 
that. So all we're, all we're gonna do is like encourage people how to laugh as much as possible so that they can lose weight and you know we can create a different kind of eating disorder. You're gonna have a lot of <laughs> people walking down the sidewalk. Exactly. We're just gonna have a gang. Uh, we'll have a gang of laughing people. I don't know that I want to live in your world. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll we'll have to we'll have to discuss more. Yeah, um, maybe that's what the Joker was trying to do. Uh, anyways, uh, the Joker. Oh, Batman. Batman. Yes. Um, Wait, who's the Riddler? He also tells. Well, not really jokes or riddles. Do they work together? Now you're getting deep into like Batman canon and I have no idea. Oh, okay. Should I ask my husband? Your husband will probably know better. My husband, for all those who don't know him, really likes Batman. Um, but I, I just put together just now that there is both a Joker and a Riddler. Yeah. And I have more questions. Yeah. When I first realized that, I was also like, this is strange that someone thought that we also needed a Riddler. Wow, you know, before we started recording this podcast, I feel like I had a really firm grasp on life and what it is, and now I just have so many unanswered questions in the last five to ten minutes. It's the Riddler and Joker, it's train songs. Why does laughing make you tired? I yeah. just so many questions. I don't I don't know. That's anyway, it. Well well please feel free to let us know. Yeah, well well podcast creating more questions and answers. Wow, that was a really good program. <laughs> Although, I don't know that I want to listen to that podcast. <laughs> right. Um, so, on that front, I guess my question is, what? <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. You were talking about questions, and then you're like, my question is. <laughs> no. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Unintentional. Um, but, so what role would you say that laughter or humor plays in your life? So I use humor more often than not to, and I don't know what this says about me, to, I find humor in real life ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. And so this is actually a somewhat sensitive subject for me because I have been ridiculed, not seriously, but you know, mm. a little, little bit about the fact that I am what I'm really missing the term of what my husband calls me but it's like something like a laugh snob or something like that okay I don't I'm really butchering it because he says it with such authority and it sounds better mm -hmm. but because I don't find a lot of things funny I'm gonna yeah. clarify that so it doesn't sound like I'm this terribly boring person yeah but I don't like stand-up comedy I don't like the what is it what is the actual term for it i call it stupid humor slapstick is that yeah. Okay. yeah um slapstick humor like i don't like any of that and so i clarify it to say i don't like when people are trying to be funny so i like when things are funny because the situation characters in tv shows for example are in is funny the situation's funny not that someone's intentionally telling a joke and yes all of you haters out there i understand <laughs> someone writes a sitcom they're trying to be funny right but it doesn't feel that way it's just like man these people with these humorous personalities and that's just who they are get into these situations it's absolutely absurd it isn't that funny mm. i also enjoy puns but anyway, mm -hmm. I find the ridiculousness of life very funny. And so a lot of the things that I will laugh at are just the absurdities of like, how could this possibly be happening right now? And yet 
here we are. Mm -hmm. So would you then say, would you then say that humor or laughter has, has been a way to cope with life? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think there's just some things where, and you know, the disclaimer on this is also some things really do suck and are not funny. Right. But I think a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff, mm -hmm. where there's not a ton of impact on the bigger picture and it's not super meaningful to you, but if you have an alternative perspective can seriously ruin your day. Mm -hmm. I think it's helpful to find humor in things like that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do find absurd things funny as well. Um, but I also enjoy some slapstick. I like a lot of different forms of humor. Um, but like sometimes things get a little too silly. I don't like silly humor for the most part. Yeah, that's a good word for it. I don't generally like when things are silly. Yeah, um, with the exception of, and uh, this will go into like my answer to the question, um, The Office. So, no. no. Yeah, I like I know you would hate The Office. No. Um, so I thought I would hate The Office too before I started watching it, but there was a point. Um, you know, I watch reruns relatively regularly, um, but there was a- The Office or in general? The Office. Really? Yep. Why uh, did you start watching the show if you thought you would hate it? Well, because it was super popular, um, you know, in its original run. And I was like, okay, so I need to kind of see what this is about. Oh, peer pressure. All right. That's yeah, which is very unusual for me. But um, yeah, I just like tried it and I found it really funny. And so some of the, what I like about it is that there actually is a good mix of the different kinds of humor. Um, so you have like characters who are just silly and, you know, those are moments of just like that person is there for the quote unquote comic relief because they're just silly. But then there are also other forms of humor that are more just character driven because this person is so blissfully unaware or, um, you know, is in this situation that would be funny no matter who is in it, basically. So there is this kind of mix, and it is kind, of, and it is sort of, it's like a documentary style. Uh, so you kind of think they're real people uh, working in an office, but they're not, which kind of gives it that realistic bend because nothing, most things on that show aren't really outlandish. Um, so. But there was a point when one of the ways I, I wanted to make sure that I would laugh every day. Like intentionally, I thought this, I need to make sure that I'm laughing every day. And so at one point, I was making sure to watch at least one episode of The Office before I went to bed at night. Because if no matter what else happened in that day, I knew that I would at least chuckle and that would be a good way to end the day. You know, I don't really want to step on that very important message. However, I have to tell you, I'm very offended that I know you are. That quest, your chosen show was The Office. Mm -hmm. I I need a minute. Right. Because like, that's that's wrong. So here's the here's my rationale. So Rachel's upset that it wasn't Frasier. Yes. Um, that, that is the right answer. For everyone who has no idea what's happening. And which is also what one of maybe not my favorite sitcom. Also wrong. What? 
that's it's not your favorite sitcom it's one of right but it should be the um no like, it the. no not like a sitcom the sitcom no it does not be i love lucy oh that is also wrong no so don't send us hate mail if you're listening to this episode and you feel strongly about the fandom you're a part of. But, but, but can you send me messages of support? <laughs> I want to build an army. So the reason why I don't watch Frasier at night and I'll, and I'll watch something like The Office is because um, I actually like the stories, the storylines of Frasier better. So I also want to pay attention. The Office is like, I don't have to think about anything. So Frasier is a little bit more cerebral. Um, and that's what I appreciate about it. So I want to pay attention. So when I'm at the end of the day and I've done hard mental work, um, I don't want to watch Frasier most of the time. I want to watch something that's a lot easier to digest. Well, so you know what that means is that you haven't seen Frasier enough that you have to still pay attention as much to the plot. No, but I like the writing of the plot. Right, but when you like know what's going to come next, you can kind of tune out. Yeah, but I don't want to tune out. Is my right. point. I'm just either way. <laughs> your answer is wrong, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> my point being is that you know it's obviously laughter and humor can be something that's naturally occurring in conversations with people and that sort of thing, but it can also be something you use as a tool to like intentionally decompress or relax. Like we talked about earlier, it helps you relax. Um, so I, I just think it's important to have in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I also think that despite the fact that my, opinion on Jarrell's choice of show still stands. I don't think it's something that you should apologize for if you can find humor and laughter wherever you happen to be able to find it. I know we talked briefly or alluded to the idea of like sometimes dark things can be a little funny. Mm -hmm. And they can be. Life is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And like the back of your head. Oh yeah, it took me. <laughs> so like, silly. That, speaking of silly humor, these words to me. Right. Yes. See, it's not very often I've seen a, a sketch. Are they sketches? Mm -hmm. That would be a sketch. That would be sketch comedy. Yeah. Okay. Are all comedy things sketches? No. No. All right. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. I, that's fine. <laughs> but. I think it's helpful to also just let yourself appreciate humor where you can find it. You know, mm -hmm. obviously there's places and times that are more appropriate. If a friend is telling you something that happened to them, that's kind of funny, but they're clearly upset about it. You know, laughing in their face might not be the best way to keep a friend. Right. But I think it's also fine. And the thing that comes to mind when I say this, that it's fine for it to be a little bit dark is that I know for people who have experienced grief, Mm -hmm. A lot of people make jokes or find comfort and humor that to the outside world, people are like gasping, mm -hmm. but it just, sometimes you just have to take a step back and laugh at the absurdity of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. You know, if you find humor in situations that somebody might be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're laughing at that. It's fine. Laughter is joy. I, 
you know, America's Funniest Home Videos, is, is it still around? I'm pretty sure it's still on. Yeah. Isn't Carlton the host? He is. Yeah. Also known as Afonso Rivera, I think. I don't think I will ever remember that. That is Carlton Banks. I don't think that's it. Has he done something other than be Carlton Banks and watch, watch host America's Funniest Home Videos? I don't think significantly, no. Okay, so therefore he is Carlton Banks. Mm -hmm. um, is hosting. So anyway, that's been around for a while because we've gone mm -hmm. through a lot of hosts mm -hmm. and it's still on. And basically all that is, is people falling down, which for the record is amazing. People mm -hmm. falling down is amazing. Assuming they're not hurt, you know, right. somebody's like arm falls off. That's not really as funny. Mm -hmm. But we do find humor in absurd things because that's, it's a coping mechanism and it makes you happy. So at the end of the day, if something makes you happy to find humor in it, I would say don't limit that, you know, unless you choose to watch The Office over Frasier and then you should reevaluate your life. Right. Well, and to your point about absurd things, um, sort of like being funny, I, one of the thing, one of those kind of moments that's emblazed in my mind is from a movie uh, from, I think it was in the 80s or 90s uh, movie, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, which is hilarious. What? What? Yep. What? What yep. did you say? You like... I'm gonna get you sucker. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. Okay. Yep. I've never heard of this movie. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see how you would have been exposed to it, to be honest. It's like, um, it's classic black comedy. Um, it's ridiculous. So, but there's one point that's really absurd that this guy is hooking up with this woman and she take she starts taking off like her wig or whatever you're like oh, okay that's like kind of rough and surprising and but then she takes off her leg her prosthetic leg and then she says don't make me hop after you and she's chasing him hopping on one leg it's absurd but it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen because it was so absurd. And that's not something you should be laughing at necessarily with someone like taking off a prosthetic leg. But in that scene, it was hilarious. So things that are absurd can be really funny. Uh, things that are real life that are a lot more benign can be funny. So I'll tell you a little story. So I was in the office the other day. I went to the restroom and I was walking in the door and as I was walking in the door and I'm usually very mindful about this someone was walking out so we almost ran into each other that's a song what raspberry beret prince anyway okay I was walking in, <laughs> walking out okay so <laughs> what so what happened was so that was we started I was trying to enter this person was coming out and I don't know why, this is a moment where I laughed at myself, but I was so startled. <laughs> I like bowled over. What? I was so startled. I, I was like, oh, and like bowled over and just started laughing because <laughs> it was like, I must have freaked this man out because I was like, I'm so sorry. I just got really startled for no reason. Okay, so what you're telling me is that there's someone in our office building that is now, like, what, ordering a wellness check on you? <laughs> What's you're, funny? We're, we're gonna, I'm going to hear a story about, like, so this crazy guy had a fit in the bathroom. Okay, I'll be prepared. Ironically, it's 
someone who has an office on our, on my floor and it is I've seen this person a couple times and I'm like I can't decide if they're looking at me with like confusion or disdain or like what the situation is but I I like immediately laughed at myself and thought it was hilarious because one I tend to be very mindful most of the time about how I'm moving through spaces and all this sort of thing that day I was just like not present and genuinely got startled which doesn't happen often in real life like I shook <laughs> and like just started laughing because I was like this is absurd now so, you know what it's like to be me you're welcome I do I do know now but like I can't remember the last time that happened to me oh yeah for for those who don't know I get scared by my husband like moving from room to room in my apartment <laughs> where if I come out of the bathroom and he's right there and he wasn't right there when I went into the bathroom like that's alarming to me so just people should just be where they are going to be and not make sudden movements um, there, were, there was a conversation about this recently in which yeah. Rachel's husband was just like but I live there you know I'm there <laughs> so why are you getting startled <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what, to another fun story related to that is speaking of laughter mm. in the absurdity is pre-Viva Wellness, Jarell and I used to work together at our first job out of grad school and mm -hmm. not intentionally had desks right next to each other. Correct. And, you know, love a lot of things about Jarell, but he's kind of slow sometimes. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. And, so he, he would be still working and I would not be working, but I'd be waiting for him to leave and I would be bored. And there's not a lot to do in an office where you're done with your work and I don't sit still well. And so I would throw my pen like up in the air and toss it and it would be a fun game. But then if it dropped or fell on the desk, like I would get startled. Girl <laughs> all found that really funny. And would be very mean and be like, but you're doing it. And I'm like, but I didn't expect it to fall on the desk and it made a sound and I wasn't ready. <sighs> so he was super annoyed that I was making noise, but at least he found that funny. Yeah, it's still funny to me. Speaking of finding the absurd in, or the funny in the absurd and the, you know, not pleasant necessarily. <laughs> right. But so, it's funny that you say that you think of a story or a movie, which, by the way, that movie scene is not funny. I, I wish you could have seen my face when you're describing the prosthetic life, like dead man. Like you have to see. Across, that's me. Like, what? What? No. Yeah, it's too silly for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my first thought always goes to Yankee Stadium. I mean, so many things. So we... We've seen some things at Yankee Stadium. So Jarrell and I, for almost 10 years, have gone to Sunday Yankees games when they're mm -hmm. home. And you wouldn't think it would be a place where you'd see something that would be more memorable than whatever game you were watching. But mm -hmm. people lose their minds at baseball stadiums. I don't mm -hmm. know what it is. I mean, alcohol, probably. But not everyone is drunk. Well, like the first story that came to mind in terms of things that were funny that were actually like really also problematic. Yeah. The children. Right. That were wandering. So we, a few years back, saw two young kids, what, we decided they couldn't have been older than like six and eight. Yeah. Left in the stands mm -hmm. while their parents like went in and out to get food or drinks or whatever right and they're just like wandering around the stands and we're both alarmed but also dying of laughter because like who does this like does right. this in real life what is the situation yeah and 
in full disclosure, we are not parents. So right. this is a normal thing that people do, but I can't imagine that's a good idea. Right. Given the other crazy things we've seen people do. Mm -hmm. So it was just one of those things where it's like, this is really dark. And in between deciding, like, should we be calling the authorities? We're also like dying laughing because what an absurd situation to have to deal with while you're just trying to watch a baseball game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were fine, by the way. Yeah. The parents eventually came back yes. like an hour plus later, but they came back and I, I hope they're fine. Yeah, same. I hope they're still good and alive and have not been left somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, ridiculous things happen and in all kinds of environments and situations, but, you know, so it's okay to laugh at those things. And I, you know, back to our previous stories, whether that's like, Rachel throwing her pin and getting startled or me like almost running into someone and bowling over in laughter um, is it's also important to laugh at yourself sometimes. Um, it's really healthy to have those moments where you're like, yep, yep, I was being ridiculous and that's just what that was. And it can be, it can be good to laugh at that. Yeah. So this past week has been a little trying hmm. and for those who don't follow us closely, I, every night before I make dinner, will have a bowl of Picky Bars granola and oat milk, which in case if you want a snack, that's the best snack ever. The oat milk has to be Oatly. I don't want to hear anything about other brands of oat milk. They're garbage. But anyway, so the routine is, you know, I get a bowl, put granola in it, go to the fridge, get the Oatly, and pour it in. At one point last week, I poured the granola, went into the fridge, and picked up the water pitcher, mm -hmm. and was really close to pouring the water into the granola before I was like, nope, and put it back. And then just started laughing because, like, what a weird thing. Mm -hmm. I was very clearly, like, it wasn't as if I just, like, walked into the fridge and I didn't do things out of order, and I'm very big on, like, routine, and I don't know what happened, but, like, somehow I decided part of me wanted water in my granola, and I was like, nope, that's not correct. Yeah. And that was funny because like, what a ridiculous thing. And I was like, yep, that's how tired I am right now. Cool. We're here. Yeah. Something like that happened to me recently in that, I don't know if it was my phone or um, like the remote or something, but I was like getting a glass of water and I like cold water. So I had like ice. So I got ice out of the freezer. And I think I put either my phone or the remote back in the freezer and let the ice drain the sink. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, where's my phone? And like a few minutes later, I circled back to the kitchen and realized what I had done. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you put ice in your water? Not all the time, but sometimes. Huh. Yeah, sometimes I, I mean, maybe this is like a vestige of growing up in the South. It's really cold water is really good. So. I don't know. I don't know that this podcast recording is doing anything positive for our relationship. <laughs> I'm just, I'm learning things that I just, I don't know. I don't feel good about. I, by the way, to everyone who's listening, I think I'm probably at 15 now. So I'm done for the day. Um, yeah, I was like, wait. I was about to be like, 15 what? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Happy Friday. It's Friday as we're recording this. This is the end of the trying week that I previously mentioned in which I tried to water my granola. Yeah. So, um, so also just wanted to briefly touch on the idea, uh, I know we kind of mentioned it earlier, 
just about humor and laughter and therapy. Um, it, like I found that it can be a really useful tool to maybe cope with some really difficult things, um, some absurd things. And I also think, you know, it helps, it helps normalize the conversation, you know, cause some, you know, we think about, again, like therapy being this like kind of morose, serious conversation, which sometimes it is, but sometimes it's also really funny. Um, like I have clients now who I laugh out loud with because like they're either really funny or I make a quip and then they start cracking up and then I crack up because I have a hard time not laughing when other people are laughing. Um, so yeah, it's, there's, there's space to kind of have humor and laughter even in the space of therapy, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's better when you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more natural, I think. Yeah. It's also, I mean, this goes back to, please listen to our last podcast episode. Actually, by the time this goes out, I don't even think this is going to be the last podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Please listen to our podcast episode about fighting mental health stigma, mm-hmm. because I think it's something where therapy gets a bad rap about the, I don't know, like you said, heaviness of it. Yeah. And that it has to be something where like very strict boundaries between you and your therapist and rules mm-hmm. and all of these things. Um, but it really shouldn't be that way. I think it's rapport building, right? I have yep. I've seen for over a year on a weekly basis. Man, would that be sad if we we're just like very professional and stiff and talking to each other that way. Mm-hmm. That's not, how is that helpful? Mm-hmm. I don't want to share really personal things with somebody who's just like this brick wall of emotionless nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. And so I think there's definitely times in which, like we said before, life is funny and ridiculous. And it's something in which you just sometimes just really need to be able to laugh at. And I think sometimes therapy is the place you can laugh at really dark things mm-hmm. and have it be okay. I know I've definitely had clients who have told something kind of dark and laughed about it. And they're like, I'm sorry, this isn't appropriate. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's funny too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's okay. Um, and I think that's, yeah, it can be light. I, I have clients that come to mind that like I laugh. I want to. I was about to say at, but I was going to change it to with no at all the mm-hmm. time because sometimes people say really absurd things, mm-hmm. and I will laugh and be like, "That is absurd." You realize, yes, right? And you know, obviously, it's people I have a good relationship with and have seen for a while. But you know, sometimes we also know when we're being a little ridiculous, mm-hmm. and it's helpful to have somebody who's in those same mindset call us out on it. Yeah, because a lot of times, how we get called out on our stuff is when we're in conflict with people or when yeah. there's a negative consequence and it just feels very heavy. Mm-hmm. But I think it can be helpful for somebody who's in a lighter space when you're kind of doing something that's silly mm-hmm. for someone to be like, you know, you're being absurd right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just laugh about it because you, most of the time we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I am aware. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And then maybe it turns into, but I can't stop being absurd. Please help. Right. And then we talk about that, but right. to acknowledge the ridiculousness of situations is just, sometimes you just have to, life is weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. There, you know, definitely people, you know, clients might not have good working relationships with, 
who will say something and, you know, they did something petty or whatever, which, you know, is like a part of their character as much as it is any of ours. And I'll just laugh and be like, really, really? That's what you decided to do in that moment? Like, I get why you did it, but really? And they're like, yeah, I was tripping. I'm like, yeah, you were. Um, and then, and like you said, then we go into, okay, so what do you actually want to do about this? And, you know, do the quote unquote work. Um, so yeah, I, I think, um, I think the one caveat I would offer, um, about this whole conversation is that, you know, sometimes humor and laughter can be a way to cope. Um, it could also be a function of denial and it can keep you, if overused can keep you from working through something or from doing the work that you need to to actually feel better and deal with some really difficult things um so i think it's just important to kind of figure out like and monitor where that line is with you especially for something that's a bit broader or heavier um you know and, and like some of the examples that i think about is like where it's inappropriate quote unquote, um, you know, when you're talking about very serious things, like if, you, if you're talking to your therapist about how you suffered abuse and you're laughing about it, um, that, might, that laughter might be a real defense mechanism from acknowledging the pain. And at some point it might be helpful to work through that pain to heal, right? And so if you're only using that humor or laughter as a mechanism, um, it might, stop you from making the progress that you want to sometimes too. So it's just something to think about um, and being mindful about the role of humor and laughter in our lives. You had to make it serious. I know, because this is what I do. <laughs> wow, that's like a ringing endorsement for hanging out with you right there. Yeah, I mean, not untrue. I'm, you know, I've definitely been called intense a few times in my life. So Been called what? Intense. Oh, okay. Not intense. No, I know. I heard incensed, and I'm like, oh, oh sometimes that too. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, that's a very important message. Um, and Gerald, you know, obviously, apparently, that's what he does. He brings down the party. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that you were <laughs> to fill that role here and ruin everyone's good time. No, that's dramatic. Um, but I will co-sign that. You know, I think there's a time and a place for everything mm -hmm. with everything. Um, yeah. It's about balance. Yeah, so for sure. Definitely, you know, finding humor in a tough situation can get you through it, mm -hmm. but also make sure you're obviously dealing with what you need to deal with to get out of the tough situation as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they need to go hand in hand, um, for sure. So balance yeah. is important. And if you apparently want someone to make a conversation that was fun serious, call up Jarrell. <laughs> I'm gonna be paying a lot of attention to that now, how often you bring down the mood. You really haven't noticed that? I don't think so. Mostly just because I'm now picturing the infamous conversation at Penn Station before the beach about how the world is ending and that wasn't you. Right. So the, and my mother is at least listening to this. My husband listens, but slower. So I'm, I'm gonna get an angry text uh -huh. within an hour of this episode. <laughs> But there was a morning we were waiting at the train station to go to the beach. So it's a beautiful summer day. It's Sunday. It's a beach day. Everybody's happy, right? Yeah, except for the two people in our party 
my mother and my husband who were talking about like the destruction of the world. <laughs> and Darrell and I are just looking at each other like, why is this happening on a Sunday morning with our beach gear in tow? Right. It's not acceptable. Right. So, yeah, I don't picture you as the person who does that. Yeah. So maybe I, I need to pay more attention. No, no, no. I'll clarify is that I don't, I don't tend to go dark. I tend to go serious. Okay. I'm gonna... So that would be the difference. Because yeah. that's, that's just how I think. I don't know. I don't know that I've noticed that, but maybe I'm realizing now that says something about me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask around. Another question that I have mm. that is unanswered as a result of this podcast recording. Mm. They're all very important. I still maintain the train song is the most important question, but all very relevant. Mm. Yeah. So um, that being said, we hope that all of you listening have laughed with us today. Maybe you laughed at us a little bit as well. That's okay. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Uh, and we hope that you continue, uh, continue to think about or start thinking about the role of humor and laughter in your life and embracing that. Um, yeah. Also, if you want to laugh, I'm going to give a suggestion to everybody. Mm. Go to Netflix, pull up Frasier, watch the parking garage episode. Mm. I am really ashamed of myself that I don't know which season it is, but it's the second episode in whichever season it is. It's either the last one or the second to last one. But the episode is called The Enemy of the Gate. Mm -hmm. Watch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So classic. That, that's a tip from me to you. And you know, if you <laughs> think that there are other things that are funnier, you're wrong, but please share. We're always open to hearing new things because as we've been saying for this entire podcast episode, laughter is really important. Mm -hmm. So get your 15 times in, make sure you count. Mm -hmm. If you can go over 15, even better. Uh, you don't actually have to count. I might be doing that for a couple of days, but not everyone in the world is as type A and weird as me. So it's fine if you don't want to, but just make it a point to laugh as much as possible and share your funny things. We're on social media. You can find us at Viva Wellness NYC on Instagram and Twitter. And I am at Rachel Gersten. And I'm at Jarrell Carabello. And if you have a funny story, you can also leave it for us as a review and make sure to rate it. Obviously, five stars, right? Five stars is the most, not four or five. Yes. Yes. Okay. Five stars because clearly we've made you laugh today and laughter is important. And so please give us a five star rating or, you know, you can give one star if you really want to and you thought all our jokes and stories were bad. And if you really think The Office is better than Frasier, and then you can give a one star just, and we'll know, we'll know what that means. <laughs> But thank you all for joining us. Hope you have a great rest of your day and that you can find some humor in whatever happens to you. We'll, we'll talk with you next time. Bye. Bye.